Hello and welcome to the Decaias podcast with Andrew Swope. On this podcast, we help Christians communicate what they believe and why they believe it according to Scripture. If you want to learn more about how to share Christ with others, check out our videos on our YouTube channel. You can find the link in the description. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Decaias podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Swope. Glad to be with you guys again. Uh, for another week, sorry that there wasn't an episode uploaded last week. Um, I just just because of schoolwork that I'm doing right now, as well as um, helping my wife move into her classroom. Uh, she's teaching second grade this year, um, and so um, we're also in the process of moving. So there's a couple updates with that, but we're focused uh, today in this episode on talking about the balance between law and gospel in our preaching. Uh, so I'm looking forward to talking about this briefly with you guys today. But um, a few updates before we really dive into the topic. Um, I want to say, yeah, I'm really sorry for uploading for not uploading last week. Uh, just was really busy with some things. Um, and you can kind of expect for um, us to not be posting these podcasts as frequently as uh, we were, as what we were doing, which was every week we were posting an episode these past few months. Um, we're, we're gonna, I'm gonna be doing a lot of schoolwork. I'm gonna be actually starting a new job, um, at a nonprofit. I'll be doing some driving for them, moving stuff. Uh, and so that'll be three or four days a week. So I'll have, uh, some time to still do schoolwork at the seminary. Um, I'm at right now, I'm actually at Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary and doing three courses this semester in that. So it'll be a busy time. Um, but I'll have some time to do some research and I'll still have some time to work on the podcast, but it just might take me longer. It take, might take a couple more weeks uh, just because of uh, the the time that I'll actually have. I'll be working and doing some ministry stuff as well still. So um, I'm going to try to use my time to do research and make these uh, episodes the best that they can be um, and that they can be very thorough so they can be helpful to you. Again, I just want to remind us uh, before we go into this topic, again, I think it's important um, that we do talk about the balance of law and gospel um, in even as lay people. Um, the, the purpose of this podcast is really uh, to help average lay people, average Christians, those who might not be ministers in a local church, who might not be on staff at a church, who might not be on staff at a nonprofit ministry. Um, this is for people who just are living their everyday lives. They're working as um, plumbers. They're working as an HVAC. They're working as um, moms and dads. They're working as um, they're working as teachers. They're working as just everyday people, and they want to be able to live their lives and study things and work, uh, have a craft they're doing according to a biblical worldview. Um, I want I want to create a podcast where people can really understand the main doctrines of Christianity and be able to communicate that to other people, be able to evangelize to their neighbors, to their coworkers, uh, to their students. Um, and, and hopefully this can continue to be a podcast that does that. Hopefully uh, we are actually communicating and engaging in that kind of audience. So if you've been here and you've been listening um, for the past few months or you just now started listening to this podcast, I really appreciate you being here, and I hope that um, these podcast episodes are helpful in you understanding a biblical worldview and how to communicate that with others. Um, so I'm grateful for you being here. Uh, it would help me a lot to... 
make this podcast more effective if you would give me some feedback, um, whether that's writing a review or um, writing a review on our social media pages um, on Facebook and Instagram. Um, but just would love to hear feedback from y'all uh, about how we can cover topics that are going to be helpful. The culture's asking certain questions. How do we answer them um, according to scripture? Uh, so if you could give me any feedback, that would be greatly appreciated. But without any further ado, we're going to get into our discussion today. Um, when we preach, we're supposed to have this balance of law and gospel. Even today, I was at the clinic, um, and I'm recording this after I just got back from there. Um, and there must be a presentation both of God's law and also God's gospel in Jesus Christ. Um, there has to be a balance of that, and we're going to talk about that, the importance of that today and explain a little bit of what that means. Um, but as always, with stuff like this, we've got to be reminded first and foremost that the Christian life um, and our preaching or our sharing of the, of, of the good news, of the message of Jesus with others, there has to be a balance. Um, both in the Christian life and in what we preach, how we live our life. There has to be balance. Um, so whether it's theological, whether it's something about conduct in the church, um, whether that's you know with masks or vaccines, um, whether that's with uh, talking about um, racism, everything needs to be done in balance. And, and the Bible is all about having this good balance, um, a balance between uh, doctrine and practical, uh, practical aspects of our lives, uh, living out, uh, living out what we believe, living out the truth. So this also goes the same for for our proclamation of the gospel. This this is this is consistent throughout the entire Christian life, even in evangelism. So we must seek balance in this area. Um, and you might not. Uh, the, the reality is, you might not be at the abortion clinic. You might not be a street preacher. Um, that doesn't mean that you don't need balance. That doesn't mean that you should be seeking and striving to have a balance of your doctrine matching with um, how you live your life. Uh, every single one of us that as Christian, we are, we are called to, to live a life worthy of the gospel. Um, but even when we are sharing the gospel, there needs to be this balance of, of having the law, explaining the law, and then explaining the and communicating well the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, um, places that actually talk about this and really the passage we're going to be centered on today that just talks about this reality and, and how we're supposed to do this um, is in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 5 through 11. And we're going to be in verses 5 and 7 um, as, as we begin. Um, so Paul says in 1 Timothy uh, chapter 1, starting in verse 5, he says, The aim of our charge is love that issues from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Certain persons, by swerving from these, have wandered away into vain discussion, desiring to be teachers of the law without understanding either what they are saying or the things about which they make confident assertions. Uh, real quick, the context of this letter is that there, there seems to be these people that Timothy is dealing with, that even Paul has dealt with. They're trying to be teachers of the law of God, but they don't even really understand. They don't comprehend what they're actually communicating to people. They don't understand what they're actually teaching. Um, they're swerving away from the sincere faith in Jesus Christ. They're swerving away from having actually a pure heart according to regeneration um, and, and a good conscience. They're, they're running into this vain and empty discussion. I wonder if you've seen that on Facebook before and Instagram. 
Um, these people who just go into these discussions when they don't really understand what they're saying um, can be quite frustrating, but we should not be these people. We should not be people who we, we preach one thing, but we don't really understand what we are saying. We need to be discerning all things, um, especially the things of God. Uh, they they also don't understand, and specifically they don't understand the, the law. They don't understand the purpose or the function of the law. And, and so this is what Paul is going to get into in talking about the function of the law. What was the law meant for? What is the law meant to do? Um, and it's similar to actually what we see in the letter to the Galatians. It's similar um, to the Judaizers who are talking about that salvation and justification is through circumcision. And they're trying to lead other Christians astray who maybe they've come to genuine faith in Jesus. But now uh, these guys come up and they're preaching about uh, you need to be circumcised. So, um, and, and Paul says this is a false gospel. This is contrary to the true gospel that you received and that I've been entrusted with. I've, I'm an apostle of. Um, so this is pretty important. We need to understand the distinctions here. There are certain groups like... Uh, there's the Hebrew Roots guys recently um, in Judaism uh, and black Hebrew Israelites that we've interacted with on the street, uh, even Roman Catholics. All of these groups, these religious groups, they have a false gospel um, that's it's, it's false because it actually misuses the law. It, it misunderstands what the law's role is in salvation. Um, and, and Paul makes very clear that the law does not have the power to save. Um, and so... Uh, we, we can talk about that in a sec. Uh, so we don't want to fall into this ditch. We want to avoid. We want to have this good balance. Uh, we want to avoid any pitfalls on either side of things. And so we've got to preach a message that is both law and gospel at the same time. Uh, it's, a, it's the message of biblical Christianity. We've got to be cautious about um, what we mean by preaching the law. Um, so he continues on in verse 8 by saying, Now we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully, understanding this, that the law is not laid down for the just, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and profane, for those who strike their fathers and mothers, for murderers, the sexually immoral, men who practice homosexuality, enslavers, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine. In accordance with the gospel, the glory of the blessed God with which I have been entrusted. So Paul makes very clear um, the issue with these false teachers is not just that they're preaching the law. It's that they're using the law improperly. They're using the law inappropriately, not according to actually what God's function for it is. Uh, clearly Paul says the law is good, but it needs to be used lawfully. It needs to be used correctly. The law is given through Moses. Um, and he says it's to identify ungodliness. It's to identify the ungodliness, the sinful nature that's within us. That we have conduct, we have behaviors like practicing homosexuality, being liars, being murderers, um, being unholy and profane. That we are doing things in our lives and thinking things and saying things that are going against sound doctrine. They're going against the truth of who God is. Um, and... So we need to be able to understand the law and how to use it lawfully, how to use it correctly, because the law's function is to show these things. It's to show the reality that we have a sinful nature. It's to show the reality that we are wayward people, that the, the, the hymn is true in saying that we are creatures who are prone to wander away from God. We are, we are people of 
creatures of habit, and our habit is that we want to go away from communion and right relationship with the Almighty Creator and God. We, we want to go away from Him. So the law's function is to show that sin is, is clearly there. It's, it's clearly there. We're, with, we're without an excuse that we sin against the Holy God. Uh, Romans 7, uh, 7 through 13 talks about this um, and addresses some arguments here. It actually says, uh, starting in, in verse 7, it says, What then shall we say? That the law is sin? Uh, by no means. Yet if it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin. For I would not have known what it is to covet if the law had, said, if had, the law had not said, You shall not covet. But sin, seizing opportunity through the commandment, produced in me all kinds of covetousness. For apart from the law, sin lies dead. I was, once apart, uh, I was once alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin came alive, and I died. So we, we sin, therefore, every, therefore death comes to every man. Um, the very commandment that promised life proved to be death to me. For sin, seizing opportunity through the commandment, deceived me, and through it, it killed me. So the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, righteous, and good. Uh, did that which is good then bring death to me? By no means. So it's not the law is evil in some way. It's not manipulating the situation. Uh, it's actually sin that dwells within us. It was sin producing death in me through what is good. In order that sin might be shown to actually be sin and through the commandment might become sinful beyond measure. So even the law is to show sin and just how it has affected all of us. It has creeped into every single one of our lives and it produces there's sin within us that then causes us to die. And, and the end is our judgment because we've gone against the holy God. We've transgressed against this righteous creator. And the, the law is good. The law is good. But we are sinful. We are the ones who do evil. Um, so this is how we're supposed to preach the law of God. We're supposed to preach the law of God in a way that's going to help people see their sin, recognize their waywardness, and seek repentance. See the need for true redemption uh, through a Savior. So this is why it's essential for us to preach the law of God, for us to use the law of God lawfully. Um, the reality is, how is anybody going to know their sinful nature? How is anybody going to know that they are stubborn heart unless they see, unless they see that they've broken the law, unless they see that they've transgressed against the God who is of good and righteous character? Um, how are they going to see that they need to be rescued from the wrath of God, the justice of God, unless they know that their sin is real, their sin is is there? Um, this has to be through the law, through us, through us exposing sin with the law. So this is why it's actually not only damaging to be legalistic in our message, like these, uh, like these false teachers are in First Timothy, um, but it's also very damaging for us to have a message that's absent of declaring God's righteous character displayed in the law. It's it's harmful. It's damaging. It's it's a false gospel for us to preach a gospel where there's. There's actually no law of God. There's no righteous character of God that Jesus came to die on a cross because we transgressed against this holy God and there is punishment for those who are transgressors against God. That's why Jesus came. The gospel must include the reality of our sin. If it doesn't include the reality of our sin, then why is there a need for salvation? Why is there a need for repentance and faith in this Messiah? Um, 
is we need to have both. We need to not be legalistic, which is one pitfall, but we also need to not have the law of God be absent from the message that we preach. Um, it just needs to be used at, according to its function, according to God, the, how God intended it to be used. Um, the law, this law of God must never be separated from the glorious gospel of God. It must never be separated uh, from what Paul has been entrusted with. This gospel for the Jews and the Gentiles, the gospel that is uh, reconciliation in Christ Jesus. So they cannot be separated from one another. The character of God and the goodness, the graciousness of God, they must be coupled. Um, so the law of God, it, it should break the sinner's pride. It should bring them down because they recognize their sin now. They realize they need to be restored to God um, in some way, and that is exactly going to point to Jesus, who he is and what he's done for us. Um, so therefore, we must be able to, after we've communicated the law of God, after we've communicated the, the character of God and who he is through what uh, God gave to Moses um, and he gave to the people of Israel, uh, when we glean from that the Ten Commandments, uh, then we should go into uh, communicating effectively the gospel of God. We should be able to um, we should be able to understand this and communicate at the same time. And and how we show we really truly understand the gospel is that we, we communicate it effectively. We communicate it with the right tone. We communicate it with the right contents. We communicate it with, um, with proper invitation. Um, so I have a little bit of advice here for maybe some of my brothers and uh, my brothers who are listening um, who maybe do street preaching with me or they've, they're doing street preaching somewhere else. Um, I want to say there's many guys I know who are very good at, they've recognized that we need to preach law and gospel. We need to preach the law of God to recognize our sin. We need to, we need to expose people's sin and waywardness. And then we need to preach the gospel of God so that people could have salvation in Jesus Christ. Um, they get that. They understand that. They, they know that. But they more so when they're actually preaching to people, especially on the street. And I know this, this is actually for pastors as well. Um, They'll preach on the law of God, and they'll do that effectively, but then there's this lack of actually proclaiming the good news of Jesus. There's actually this, there's maybe this fear that they have that they're going to they're gonna start preaching about Jesus, and then people are going to think that they can get away with their sin. Well, we have to entrust God. Well, we, God's, been, God's entrusted us with the gospel of Jesus. Um, we, should, we should communicate that. We should, we should share that with people. It's not just that we, we show people their sin. It's that we also show the goodness of the Savior. Um, we show that he is truly able to redeem. He is truly able to reconcile people to the Creator. Um, that he is truly from the Father. We, we need to be able to communicate the gospel effectively. Uh, so if we're so focused on people's sin and the, the law of God, how they're breaking God's law, and we don't give people the good news, well, we're, we're just no better than any moral teacher. Um, Right, we, we, we have to communicate the gospel. We have to communicate who Jesus is and what he has accomplished and that he is a mighty savior. He is able to completely, 100% redeem us from, from sin, from death, from the devil. He's able to do that. He is a powerful savior. He is, a, he is, a, he is not a weak God. He is the almighty God. And he's the one who died on the cross and was raised. We, we have to be able to communicate the gospel. 
um, it, it kind of shows where we are at, I think, spiritually when we just focus on the law of God in our street preaching. And many street preachers have fallen into that pitfall of just preaching the law of God without any good news, without any, without any of the grace and truth found in Jesus Christ uh, actually being heralded and, and, and taught and, and shared with somebody. Um, it just can be a sad thing for me to witness, and, and it's something I need to work on for, cert, uh, for certain. But um, many of my brothers, we've got to work on this, guys. We've got to work on a balance of both the law and the gospel. In fact, I think the, the time should be split between those. Just for us, we should spend what, whatever it is, 10, 15 minutes or the 30 minutes or whatever, talking about the law, and then the next 15 or 30 minutes or whatever, talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ and inviting people into into relationship with God through Jesus Christ. We need, we need to be able to do both of those. Um, so a couple of things just to help us out here uh, as we close. Um, as, as we need to talk about the gospel. We need to talk about what the gospel is. So here's a couple of tips I would have for you. Um, just in being able to communicate the gospel effectively. Uh, I would memorize John 1, 1 through 18. Um, I would understand the argumentation in Romans. I would there's a couple of key places in Romans that I would just memorize those scriptures. Um, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God is more about the law of God. And then uh, Romans 6:23 talking about for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ uh, our Lord. So we need to be able to memorize these key scriptures, uh, Romans 5:1. Um, therefore, since we have just been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, we need to be able to. We need to have these scriptures memorized if we want to be able to communicate the gospel, uh, the main aspects of the gospel. Um, but yeah, definitely John one one through eighteen. It talks about who who Jesus is. Uh, he came in the flesh, and, and the purpose of for which he came, and the reality of what happened when he came, that his people rejected him, um, that he is he 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 reveals the glory of God the Father, um, who, which nobody has seen except uh, Jesus the Son. So there's a lot of elements in there. I just would memorize John one one through eighteen. I'd memorize key verses in Romans. I would actually memorize prophecies in Isaiah, specifically Isaiah fifty three talks about. Jesus and, and who he is, what he actually did, the specifics of that, that he actually was, he's, he's bruised for our transgressions. He's, he's crushed for our iniquities. Um, and, and so what happens when Jesus is actually crushed, when the son comes and is sacrificed? Um, so, and, and alliteration here that's really going to be helpful, I think. It's been helpful for me when I've been trying to proclaim the gospel with somebody or share the gospel with, uh, like a young man today came up and I was able to share the gospel with him uh, just in like, in just in a minute, minute and a half. Um, so, Jesus Christ, we need to proclaim the gospel that Jesus Christ is the righteous, the rejected, the resurrected, and the reigning King and Savior. Um, so righteous, rejected, re resurrected, and reigning. That's an alliteration there of the R's. Um, hopefully that's helpful. To communicate the story of Jesus. So him actually, uh, the eternal person of the Son, uh, him coming and him being completely righteous, um, him being rejected by his people, which actually John 1 talks about that. He was rejected. His own, his own people did not receive him. So the Jews go to have him crucified, and that talks about that he's not rejected by God, but he's rejected by his people. Um, and you can talk about the crucifixion in that. Um, and then, and his sacrifice, of course. And then how 
the resurrection so that he is validated. Jesus is validated in what he said and what he did by his resurrection, that God raised him from the dead. And then and a key aspect here that we have got to work on as, as especially street preachers, but also we need to talk about it in just basic evangelism or talking with our families, is we need to also talk about the reign of Jesus, that Jesus is ruling and reigning right now. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him. So we go and make disciples. Um, beca- not because we need to, we want people to give Jesus a, a free trial. We want Jesus to give him a try. We want people to give Jesus a try. It's that Jesus is king, and he we need to bow down to him. He is the king of the earth. He is the king of the heavens. He is enthroned, uh, and he is coming back to judge the righteous and the unrighteous. Um, he is coming back with justice. So uh, we are to bow down to him. We are to worship him. That is actually the response. So if we don't understand that, you know, it's not only that Jesus died on the cross and was raised from the grave, but it's that he is alive and he is ruling, he is reigning uh, with God the Father. And, and through the Holy Spirit, he is, he is expanding the kingdom. He is making disciples uh, with, with the Holy Spirit. Um, and the Holy Spirit is at work in his people. Um, and so we've, this is the, the reigning part, the last part, is a really important aspect of the gospel. We need to preach about the gospel of the kingdom of God, the, the, the rule of Christ. So that's one weak spot, actually, in our gospel proclamation. We need to talk about you know, God's reign through Jesus Christ. And we also need to talk about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's role in redemption, that the Holy Spirit is the one who applies God's grace. He is the one who seals us for the day of redemption. He is, he is part of that good deposit that's been given to us uh, to help us to persevere, to help us to delight in God's commandments, to help us walk in this newness of life. Uh, he's the one who makes us a new creation, right? So we can do these good works um, because we've been redeemed. So um, we these are there's a couple of there's a couple weaknesses there. We can talk about the rule of Christ. We can talk about final judgment that Christ is coming to judge uh, the living and the dead. We can talk about the Holy Spirit's role in in the gospel. How the Holy Spirit brings he he applies what has been accomplished by Christ. Um, so. There's a couple of things there. That's really the balance of the law and gospel. We've just got to be careful, guys, because this stuff really matters. Uh, we're not going to be able to truly communicate biblical Christianity unless we understand the balance that God's God's righteous and we're not. We've sinned against him because of the fall, and therefore, because we've sinned against him, you know, God is righteous to judge us. He's, he's righteous to, bo- to judge both, as Romans says, to judge the Jew and the Gentile, those who have the law and those who don't have the law. Um, he's, he's, good, he's good doing that. Um, we're transgressors, and he's, he's the righteous one. Uh, so the law of God's there. Um, we need to tell people about that. Have they ever lied? Have they ever hated somebody? Well, you've sinned against God. And then we need to go also balanced into talking about the goodness of Jesus Christ, that he came and did what you could not do, that he came living a righteous life, that he came uh, to take your place. The punishment that you deserved was on up, upon him. And so he sheds his blood for sins, that he might be a ransom for many. And then he because of what all that he said, all that he did is validated that in that he is raised from the grave after being there for three days, um, and God raised him from the grave, that we have this new resurrected life in him if we trust in him. 
And, and Jesus not only is raised from the grave, but he is now ruling and reigning. Um, he has been given all authority, and so he sits at the right hand of the throne of God. And he is one day going to come and judge the living and the dead. He's going to come and judge the righteous and the unrighteous. He's going to separate the sheep and the goats. Um, and so the response of the gospel needs to be that we are to repent of our sins that we have, and we are to believe in Jesus Christ as our King and our Savior. Um, and so there has to be a balance of both of that, guys. We have to lay that out for people every single time we preach, and that's for ministers as well. That's for pastors in the church. There always needs to be, whenever we are in a Sunday service, there always needs to be the perfect character of God being put on display and the righteousness that's been revealed through Jesus Christ before all people that they would look to him and have not a righteousness of their own, but they would have the righteousness of Christ through faith in him. So there needs to be this balance, guys. We've, we've got to focus on this. We can't be wishy-washy Christians. We can't be people who just want the love of God but not the justice of God. And we can't be people who also are so so militant to the point that we are just focused on the law of God and that we don't ever tell people about the good news of Jesus and and who he is. So that's a little bit of a rant today. Um, I just think we need to talk about this. I think it needs to be a continued conversation. I think Christians, uh, yeah, we just, we have to do a better job of being true witnesses of Jesus. Um, and so this distinction has to be made and this balance has to be made. So uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry if that was a little bit scattered. Um, uh, Want to let you know that there might be a couple weeks, uh, might be two weeks, uh, who knows, might be a month uh, before we have the next episode. Uh, this is just, honestly, this podcast is just a way for me to be able to be helpful to some people, um, but also it helps me in understanding uh, certain doctrines and helps me understanding how I can be a better witness to people. So more than anything, I just am glad that for anybody who's listening, I hope it's an encouragement to you. I hope it's equipped you in some way um, to be faithful disciples of Jesus. So thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Um, we will we will be hopefully back on very soon, um, continuing our series, and hopefully going to be finishing our series on the attributes of God. But hope you guys have a great rest of your day. God bless you.